Hey guys, Spling here. Day 33 of a 35-day lockdown in South Africa. And um, yeah, it's been an interesting period in time and history. Got me thinking about um, what it's done to the entire film industry with a lot of theaters and and cinemas and places having to shut their doors. Obviously not forever, but I think this uh, period is going to have a real knock-on effect. And um, I think really for a time when cinemas are already struggling to get people to go and watch the big screen rather than to stay at home and chill, um, yeah, it's turning into to just maybe a bit of a catalyst in the grand scheme of things. And I thought, why not revisit some of my favorite movie memories, um, especially those to do with uh, the old school cinema experience. And uh, I'm talking about specifically about a cinema called The Odeon in uh, Grahamstown, now known as Makanda. This little sleepy town is a real interesting place. It's got about 52 churches, and um, it's really run by the university, Rhodes University, and the the um, schools that uh, are there. It turns into a ghost town when, when there's a varsity break or a, a school break, and obviously there's a, a community that stays there, but this is like a one robot or what we call robots in South Africa, I'm talking about traffic lights, town. And very uh, it's steeped in history. It's got a lot of um, monuments and, and uh, things to do with the 1820 settlers. And um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting place. And it's kind of struggled a bit in the last few years because um, of some issues to do with the pipes and a real interesting place just in the way that uh, as an annual national arts festival venue they've had to take their festival digital this year so that's going to be a real interesting um, if, a feat um, if they can really pull it off I'm, I'm holding thumbs for them and I'm hoping that it really is able to get as much support as, as it has in previous years and maybe even go a bit more global so really um, hoping that that's going to work out well for them. But this Odeon Cinema, uh, I think it has uh, ceased to exist now. It's one of these long cinemas that, that dips in the middle and then raises up towards the screen. I really don't know the, the design in terms of how that um, worked um, practically going into a cinema and, and choosing to do that. I don't know if that was for acoustics or if that was some sort of interesting um, seating dynamic. But it was a real old school cinema and I just remember being quite amused by it but also quite um, impressed at just how, how uh, it had kind of survived all this time. And at that point, I'm talking about the late 90s, there was a second cinema, a much newer cinema in the Grahamstown um, itself. And it uh, just kind of made me think because I watched so many 
great films at the cinema and uh and I don't know if it was just because they were curating uh the best kind of films and being very picky about that because obviously they weren't showing everything and I think it was a real cinema all the way through so it was whatever they were getting um to play but I watched things like Army of Darkness with my father <laughs> totally not his film he's like hasn't seen Lord of the Rings, doesn't enjoy fantasy, so he really took a bullet on this one. But I think he probably could have appreciated the the comedy side of things with this film. And um, Sam Raimi's, I'd call it a masterpiece. I know that obviously there's a lot of there are a lot of people out there that would probably poke holes in that, but it's uh, one of these stop motion type films that that really just blends um, such diverse kind of things I actually can't even begin to imagine how he came up with this idea but as a sequel um, to the the whole idea of a horror cabin in the woods with Evil Dead it just seemed like such a point of departure to go back in time to the medieval um, days and to have Ash arrive in his Oldsmobile with uh, what he calls his boomstick and just to be kind of raving about that and then eventually become some sort of like folk hero. It's just um, bizarre and quite dark and hell of a funny. So I saw that there and uh, that was real special. That was actually during the Grahamstown Festival. I think that was one of their festival lineup films. And uh, yeah, just uh, um, so great to actually be able to like landmark that cinema as where I watched that film just because the cinema adds like an embroidered aspect to film watching and uh, now that I think about it a bit more it actually just it sort of is like a placeholder it really like cements that that bond with that film and creates uh, a slightly different dynamic like we are so used to going to cinemas that don't have any character but when you go to an old independent film um uh, venue or complex or whatever you want to call it cineplex there's just something extra that comes through with with the the ambiance the mood that this place sets and it's got a history and you've got this idea of it and it's got a reputation and all of these things kind of affect its aura and and the magic of the whole experience so that definitely was a film that that really um, stuck out for me and it feels as though every time I went there, I went and watched a great film. I actually can't remember watching a bad film. Another example is LA Confidential. When I watched that film, I was on literally on the edge of my seat. It's one of the only films where I've watched it and kind of been so gripped that I actually leaned forward pretty much the whole film, trying to like absorb it and really just kind of wrestle with it. And, you know, this was also kind of, um, in the night, I think it was probably in the nineties, late nineties, um, when I watched it or early two thousands, I kind of get a little bit blurred there, um, between being at school and then the few years when I came back for the festival, but yeah, it just was, uh, Kim Bassinger, uh, Russell Crowe, Guy Pierce, Kevin Spacey. I mean, it's just, it's one of these films that I need to watch again. But it's also one of these films that just has a, an austere and a, and um, a richer feeling for having been seen at this Odeon cinema. And 
yeah, I'm just so glad I got to see that there as well. And, and just, it's got like this, uh, the nostalgia, but it's, it's also mixed with this, 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 just this magical kind of glue that, that kind of connects you to that time and that moment. And, uh, there are just so many like little things that you kind of remember about it. Um, it does kind of also have a vague feeling in a way because, um, I think like a snapshot of a photo, you sort of only really remember it as that sort of visual memory thing. And then um, the third film that I remember watching there was Romeo and Juliet. Baz Luhrmann's film. At the time, it was so influential at school. Um, I was in the art class and the girls in this art class used to play Romeo and Juliet, the soundtrack, every day. <laughs> every day when we were painting, it was either that or City of Angels. So, you know, even those soundtracks have come to, to have a special kind of emotional sort of nostalgic connection to art class. And um, I think I actually own both of them now. I recently found one, um, I think City of Angels, I found it somewhere. And, and the Romeo and Juliet one I actually quite enjoyed, even though there's one or two tracks there that I'd rather not have on the album. Uh, it's just such a... Um, memorable thing and it was connected to this film and I think a lot of the girls at our school were just really obviously Romeo and Juliet being studied as like a a set work kind of not um play and then obviously watching the film and being influenced by it and at that time it caused quite a splash and Leonardo DiCaprio was huge and Claire Danes was also very sort of like in the public eye and and an up and coming actress and it just had such an energy and a, a flavor to it that uh that was kind of like nothing else and i just remember that uh being quite an an impression making film as well yeah so the odeon wonder whatever happened to that cinema i know that they were using it as a church on sundays at one point but uh sure yeah one of the the oldest and most dear cinemas I think I've ever been in. Thanks for listening. Cheers.